Thank you very much. And as we're overrunning, let's have a very quick round to start with. <laughs> this is a round called Words of One Song to the Tune of Another. Accompaniment provided by Dave Lee. Graham and Barry. No. If you'll start, there are your words. I want you to sing the words of Leaning on a Lamppost to the tune of Maria. <laughs> Already? Dave Lee introduction. <laughs> here, the words of long-haired lover from Liverpool, <laughs> to the tune of 16 tons. I'll be a long-haired lover from Liverpool, I'll do anything you say, I'll be a clown or your puppet or your April Fool, if you be my summer daisy from L.A. I'll be your leprechaun and sit upon an old tool stool and stare a day. to Bill and Tim, and uh, Barry and Graham, you have four, and this is where I introduce Very the good. Very good. at the end of the program in order to give the teams time to think of silly names for people arriving at the Archaeologist Ball. <laughs> what? The Archaeologist <laughs> Ball. Get some old jokes there. <laughs> 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 right. Could we get a new audience, please? Right. Very good. The next uh, round is Don't the one called What's in a Word, that... Uh, Another mark off bill for an interrupting <laughs> um, Can I have a mark for not interrupting? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you very much. Robbie! <laughs> now, that levels up the score. I'm going to give each of you a word culled from the Oxford English Dictionary. These are actually real words, and I want oh. you to define them. I'm going to give you each a word. Tim Brooke Taylor, 
Your, the first one, your word is whished. Ah, uh, whished is, um, a card game played by people who are pished. <laughs> yes, the dictionary doesn't actually put it in as many words. But uh, the dictionary uh, definition is an utterance of whished to enjoin silence. But it's roughly what you say. Yeah. Barry Crowley, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. your word is nestlecock. <laughs> <laughs> wished, Barry, wished. Uh, <laughs> well, what a time to talk shop. Um, <laughs> nestlecock is, of course, uh, a reference to uh, nestle meaning chocolate and uh, <laughs> cock being an abbreviation of ballcock meaning um, uh, part of a plumber's trade therefore meaning a, a plumber uh, eating chocolate while working uh, therefore not keeping his mind on his work um, like uh, David Frost getting off a plane half an hour before doing a television program um, a chock chock uh, a, a, a blocked um, a blocked pipe uh, a blockage nestle cock a blockage. <laughs> Back to Robert Robinson. <laughs> Reading my booklet from the BBC, I see that I have to dock you one mark for advertising, so <laughs> put your total score down to four again, I'm afraid. Oh. Otherwise, it was excellent. It does, in fact, mean a spoilt or delicate child. Oh. Warm. And, Warm. Uh, <laughs> Bill, your word now? Yes, Perseant. Yes. Perseant. Well, this, um, you pronounced it wrongly, of course. Of course. <laughs> Should have been pronounced table. I know what a table is. <laughs> anyway. No, Perseant, yes. It shouldn't really be in the dictionary. You won't find this in the dictionary. It is, in fact, a proper name. And is, in fact, an early arrival for the insect's ball. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Ant and their little son, Percy Ant. Oh. And five marks. Rubbish. One mark. Because the actual definition is keen or piercing. Yes, right. Which is, I, I prefer, yes. in fact, preferred yours. Graham Garden, your word? Opsimath. Opsimath. <laughs> How do you spell that? Op? S I. O P S I M A T H. Opsimath. You've um, got to get four marks for this because your team's four marks behind. All right, then here, here we go for four marks. Opsimath is a, a slang term. Those of you who've seen the film The Godfather will no doubt know, know about um, the Italian gangs operating in America. There were some operating in the east end of London at one point in the early part of the century, in the 20s. Sure. And uh, this word was much used by them, as in the phrase, you want I should give you a punch opsimas. <laughs> yes. Yes, four marks. <laughs> Thank you. And, uh, in fact, the dictionary definition is one who begins to learn late in life. Exactly. And didn't they just... <laughs> the next round is a new one. This is one called All Keyed Up, and it brings uh, Dave Lee in again in a starring role. In this round, one team sings the first part of a song, and then Dave Lee raises the key, and the other team sings the next part in the higher key, and then the key's raised again. Oh, and no. Oh, no. And... Now then, uh, the first song is going to be started by uh, Tim Brooke Taylor and Bill Oddie, and it's I'm Henry the Eighth I Am. 
Introduction, please, Dave Lee. Do you want the word? Standard 12 marks each. I finished that one because I couldn't stand it any longer. <laughs> and now we have a, a, a round called Make a Noise. In this round, I want each of you to make a noise. Barry Cryer. Yes. Yes, one. <laughs> Timbrook Taylor. Bush not. You have to finish it. No PSs. <laughs> One more. Graham Garden. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you. Yes, that's what I got here. Bill Oddie. Brilliant. I won't ask you to repeat that one. Uh, yes. It was repeated. good. Right. We go on to the next round now, which is called commentary. And in this round, uh, each team has to improvise a commentary of an event which I shall give them. And the audience, once again, will be brought in to decide who wins this round by the sheer volume and enthusiasm of your <laughs> applause. Don't go. And we're starting with uh, Tim Brooke Taylor and Bill Oddy. Good. And we'd like you to give a commentary on erecting a deck chair. <laughs> erecting a deck chair. Right. Tim and Bill. Yes, and they're coming out now. He's, he's, he's just trying to get the deck chair up. It looks as though he's, he's just marking out a place to put it up. And slowly he's putting it up. Yes, he's got it up there. I've just oh, been handed a piece of paper here. Yeah. That's apparently the slowest they've ever, he's ever, anybody's ever put up a deck chair. I don't think bit. you'll find that's exactly true. I think somebody no. put one up a great deal slower in Morecambe last year. And that's right. August, that's right. That's there. absolutely right. Just a pack of last to keep the thing going. <laughs> Isn't it all? Oh, yes, well, he looks as though he's getting it up now, and he looks... I think it's up. Yes, now, uh, I don't know how you feel about this, but um, some of uh, some people over in Australia say that, that, that putting up jack chairs is getting boring now. What do you feel, how do you feel about that? Well, I don't really think so. I think it's a great deal more exciting than cricket, for a start. <laughs> <laughs> 
Thank you, Sim and Bill, for two hours putting again. up a deck chair. Now, Barry and Graham, oh, you ready for your commentary? Your subject is making a double bed. Making a double bed. Easy. Will you set the scene for us, please, starting right away. And it's the oversheet, the oversheet coming up there, right across the undersheet. The oversheet has gone in. It's the eiderdown. The eiderdown. This is a surprise here. A surprise. <laughs> a surprise. A surprise, ladies and gentlemen. The Eiderdown has gone over on top. Eiderdown over on top. Eiderdown three to one against. This is going to be one for the bookies. The Eiderdown is going there. The Eiderdown is going there. The Eiderdown is on top. Coming round. Coming round. The Eiderdown. The Eiderdown. Gone in. The Eiderdown. On the bend. The Eiderdown. Over to you, John. And the Eiderdown is down. The Eiderdown is down. That's that last fence there. You didn't quite see it, but uh, the lady making the men tripped over the fence and dropped the Eiderdown over the other side. Now they're going to play Yes, you win on the audience applause, Barry and Graham, making you four to Tim and Bill two. Now we go on to the next round, which is called McDonald's Funny Farm. And in this round, one team sings Old MacDonald's Farm. You know this one. Uh, those of you listening at home will know this one uh, of old. We've done it before. And we're going to do it again. Uh, <laughs> one team sings Old MacDonald's Farm, accompanied by Dave Lee, and the other team makes suitable noises for what's on the farm, and vice versa. Now, we'll start with uh, Graham and Barry. Will you sing Old MacDonald's Farm? And Bill and Tim, will you make the required noises? Introduction from Dave Lee. Everywhere up there, oh, McDonald's had a farm. E I E I O. 
Right. Well, now it's uh, the, turn of, the turn of Bill and Tim to sing the song and Graham and Barry to make the noises. <laughs> competition, the scores are as follows. Tim and Bill, 21, and Barry and Graham, 22. We come now to uh, ad-lib poem, in which each member of the team is going to, or the members of each team are going to make up a poem. Each team member must keep going until I press the buzzer, and then a member of the opposing team must take over. And this goes on until we've reached the natural artistic conclusion of the poem, or until I can't stand it anymore. The first line of the poem coming up now, and this one, Bill, I'm going to ask you to start. And this is your first line. I'll give it to you as near as possible. It's in dialect. <laughs> e bar gum, lad, thou looks grim. Is trouble at the mill? <laughs> e bar gum, lad, thou looks grim. Is trouble down at the mill? <laughs> I've gone and dropped me elephant. And it's sitting out there still. Not moving, you do understand. But still. But sitting very still. And furthermore, it's sitting under my pneumatic drill. <laughs> now, elephants, as you may know, come very large and wide. And you can see another one upon the other side. <laughs> now, these two elephants, whose names are Alistair and Fred, have been my pets for many years. <laughs> I wish that I were dead. <laughs> he wishes that he were dead, he says, because he knows quite well but elephants, when they drink milk, do up and swell. <laughs> there is a saying around these parts, <laughs> and I'm agreed with it. <laughs> careful, Barry, careful. <laughs> That's a rare good saying. 
<laughs> and I think it's quite neat. I've often heard it said, you know, that elephants do swell. But when you come to think on it, I'm sure the village bell has more to clang and clong to us than any... <laughs> than elephant diatribe. You know, when you sit down and think of it, I'm sure it is but a jibe that elephants do swell. <laughs> now, nay. Now, nay, said Jack, and jumping up, he said, you'll all rejoice. Because I think at this moment we should drop this silly voice <laughs> and get right back to normal voices. And the poem. So, I'm going to read another line. And this is the way it'll go. There was a lad who lived in France upon a lonely hill. <laughs> His name was Jacques. <laughs> surprise, surprise. <laughs> His wife's name was Jules. <laughs> Ebar gum, it's me again. <laughs> We'll have no truck with France. <laughs> they walk around in little shirts <laughs> and tiny little pants. <laughs> I was just saying, said the froggy, in a funny voice. <laughs> oh, yes. I am very fond of reading, but I do not have the choice. <laughs> I'd like to be so English. I would like to cross the Chanel. And then I think to myself, oh, oh no, <laughs> oh, I can need a flannel. <laughs> I don't know what that means. He said, the censor, I do mean, who walked into the village where before he once had been, many years ago when they were doing... <laughs> Very many things. <laughs> but hark. Do you hear it? Yes, I do. The village church bell rings. Oh. And who can be ringing it? It is the three kings. <laughs> it is strange they should come to our village, he said. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, nutty things. It is the verger who... Uh, <laughs> who, uh, who, who, who is souls. Uh, who told the bell this morning? Oh. It is the verger, I tell you, as sure as I'm born. <laughs> oh, that was clever. <laughs> I did say as I ran back to home and vowed that I never would embark on such a silly pole. <laughs> Well, I'm going to give uh, the, the marks there to Barry and to Graham especially for, for winding up the programme. Uh, no, that's a, a, a very interesting score now, 35 each. And, <laughs> and we come to the last round in which, of course, uh, the scores come thick and fast because this is the point in the programme where the teams give their announcements for the arrivals at the archaeologist's ball. Mr. and Mrs. Remain... And their religiously inclined son, Priest Oric, remains. <laughs> Followed closely. And more or less the Rattle right bone. Mr. and Mrs. Dacto. And their son, Terry. And his pal, E.O. Lithic. From Africa, will you welcome Mrs. Uncarmen and their ballet dancing daughter, Tutu Uncarmen. 
her mummy. <laughs> Hello, Kirky. Who is well enough to receive visitors. <laughs> Hello, Kirky. <laughs> By Mr. and Mrs. Civilization with Kenneth... No! Oh! <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Isation with Kenneth Clark and their daughter, Civilization with Kenneth oh. Clark. Mr. Chaldees and his wife, you know, her of the Chaldees. <laughs> no, that's wrong. We're digging deep. Mr. and Mrs. Swall and their son, Adrian Swall. Oh. And a Roman friend. Oh, yes. Mr. and Mrs. Eggfloor and their old man, Moe's Eggfloor. Oh. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Arsenella. <laughs> They're laughing, son John. Laughing, Jack. Us. Oh, we need to get him out. He's not archaeological. Get him out. He is now. Yes. You know. <laughs> <laughs> followed by Mr. and Mrs. Sir Greek Urn and their son Watt. <laughs> Who is rapidly followed, I am. <laughs> By Gerald Ponsonby, butler to several medieval monarchs, who in his time became known as the Valet of the King. <laughs> oh. 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 And, and of course, yet another visitor to the archaeological ball, Sutton. Sutton who? That's right. <laughs> At which point? And one we've all been expecting, I'm sure. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Saw and their daughter. Dinah. <laughs> Not forgetting oh. Mr. and Mrs. Tesaurus and their daughter, Eleanor Brown. <laughs> Tesaurus. At this oh, point, Mr. Mrs. Moss and their mother are affectionately known as Marmoth. <laughs> and while we're on the subject, Mr. and Mrs. Kant and their daughter, Celia. I beg your Which pardon. Treat a lady like that. With a dramatic and popular win by... Here is a motoring report. <laughs> Tim Brooke Taylor and Bill Oddie, that brings us up to the end of this week's programme. We shall be back next week with very much of the same thing.